welcome to episode 25 of the Whatnots Review Show, where each week we pick a story and we talk about it. It could be a movie, TV show, anime, manga, comic book, scripted podcast, all kinds of entertainment. Watch it, read it, listen to it, whatever we need to do, and then we come back here and we talk about it. My name is Melissa Wilkinson, and I am joined by my co-host Kyle Springer. Yeah. Kyle, how are you today? It's me. I am good. Uh, I just got back from Tropical Smoothie. Um, <gasps> that is my breakfast. I woke up at 11, so like an hour ago, and I was like, I'm going <gasps> to go get breakfast at Tropical Smoothie. So I did. And dream big. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm 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 good. I I spent the weekend cleaning and playing video games and doing stuff like that. So it's 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 been good. I actually had two days off of work because I was supposed oh. to be in the middle of that hurricane, uh, oh. but it barely even rained here. So <laughs> we didn't oh, have wow. anything happen. We dodged a very big bullet. I didn't even know you were in hurricane country. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not necessarily on the coast, so I usually just get the edges of of this stuff. But it was supposed to hit, like, north and south Carolina, and then, I guess, kind of curve up to Richmond area Mm -hmm. in Virginia. Uh, But I guess it changed directions last second. Um, I'm looking at a map of the United States, and you are a little bit farther south than I thought you were. <laughs> yes, I am like almost middle of the country because Vir- Virginia is like so north that the south doesn't want us, but so south that the north doesn't want us. <laughs> that's that's why instead of like North Virginia or South Virginia, we just made West Virginia. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and I are on like the same. Latitude, longitude, whatever the horizontal one is. The latitude, because it's like the rungs on a ladder. <gasps> oh, that's good. Yep, that's what I'll we remember in that school. one. <laughs> <laughs> My school was not that good, I guess. Can't say the public <laughs> education system didn't do shit for Kyle Springer. <laughs> uh, we spent too much time on the stalactites, stalagmites thing, which is way less and we useful. We have Ray caverns. We t- took a field there and i still don't know what the fuck a stalactite is (laughs) (laughs) one i I think the stalactites are the ones that hang from the ceiling because they have to hold on tight yes this is correct (laughs) there you go i got got it right (laughs) kyle springer (laughs) take that mystery ink (laughs) um but yeah How are you? I'm pretty good. I've been trying to kick this recurrent, like, sore throat and, like, fever that has just been looping back around to me for, like, a month. Because I learned this, shockingly. Did you know it's bad to work a lot of 10-hour days and then use your weekend as intense household chores time and to not take a break, Kyle? Yes. Did you know that's bad for you? Yes. I... I... (laughs) I take that the extreme, and I think five-hour workdays is, is a lot. <laughs> so. <laughs> so yesterday, I made myself do nothing. 
I went to the Panda Express for lunch just so I could like leave my house and not get stir crazy. Just get out there and see the sun for like 15 minutes. And otherwise I just, yeah, I just laid in bed and it it did me a world of good. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I got to lie in bed and watch a lot of Scooby-Doo, which is nourishing to the soul. (laughs) Exactly, which is what we did this week. Mm-hmm. So tell me about it. Which which one did we watch? This week we watched Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. This was an animated reboot series that ran on Cartoon Network from 2010 to 2013. And it takes a bit of a more darker, mature look at Scooby-Doo. It's like the Riverdale of Scooby-Doo, almost. <laughs> Might be a good way to describe it. If- if, if, if you take Riverdale and dumb it down even a little more for children, because <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's, it, you, you said it's a more mature take, but it's still, it's still a, 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 a children's cartoon. cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. Yeah, I've I've never been so interested to hear what you have thought about a pitch, Kyle. So okay, okay. I'm, I'm glad. Pressure's on then. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, it, it, the we watched season one, which was the first mm-hmm. twenty six episodes, um, yeah. and I think there's two seasons total, and that was it. I yeah, are, and are, that are, wraps the whole thing up. Are they making Scooby Doo nowadays? What's what's uh, going on in the land of Scooby Doo? There were some directed DVD movies that were made by this same creative team, so it's not in the same continuity, okay. but it's got the same vibe to it. And then there was a show, like a 15-minute long short show on Cartoon Network called Be Cool Scooby-Doo that I actually haven't seen. Like, it aired after I moved out of my parents' house and didn't have cable anymore. Hmm. So I've yet to really check that one out. I don't know how that one is. Okay. But I know it's a more, like, comedic take. It doesn't have the same mythology that Mystery Incorporated does. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Well, yeah. So you you kind of described the genre or the details about the show, but let's let's do a, a synopsis real fast for people yeah. who might not have seen it uh, or think they know Scooby Doo because they were home sick <laughs> once in nineteen ninety <laughs> or before. And uh, watch the the old school Scooby-Doo. This is new school yeah. Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Uh, and these are all the characters you know and love. They look the same. Velma has barrettes in her hair, and that is literally the only visual change they made to any of them. And instead of them hopping around from town to town, from spooky carnival to, like, dilapidated mansion, they're all in I one mean, they, town. They are kind of doing that anyways. They are, but it's not like a country traveling. They're not on some weird permanent road trip like they are in old Scooby-Doo. I, They're I, I in guess one it town. makes sense for like hippie 70s mystery-solving yeah. children. <laughs> we're just, we're just going to travel the country, man. Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> we're just going to live off love and snacks Scooby and snacks. clues. Yeah. <laughs> They're in one town, this eerie little seaside town called Crystal Cove, where, like, horror tourism is the big draw. Like, every time a new monster shows up, the mayor's like, oh boy, a new monster! Like, we'll make t-shirts, we'll sell plushies of the thing. (laughs) And the mayor is Fred's dad, and all the kids are in high school, and they're 
just dealing with their their teen problems and solving mysteries and they slowly uncover that a lot of the authority figures in the town maybe aren't as trustworthy as they appeared and there's actually a really big mystery going on behind the scenes of everything and there was a previous mystery solvers club a mystery incorporated of 20 years ago that vanished mysteriously and they're trying to figure out where those kids went yeah it's neat because like the the old school scooby-doo each episode was its own thing and that was it Mm -hmm. and it didn't even really have any continuity from episode to episode (laughs) except the characters and their names like they don't make Mm -hmm. references like hey remember that one time when we were at that carnival and this happened like there's none of that in the old school scooby-doo um this one does have that like overarching mystery that they're trying to solve which i really liked um Mm -hmm. i I think that's it's more of a reason to pay attention and actually like continue watching the show than just like you can happen to turn it on i mean you you still can Mm -hmm. turn it on uh and watch any episode whenever um and you still get the gist of it you still get the mystery that like the the overarching thing because uh, they don't like they don't really solve much about the the overarching mis- mystery <laughs> until like the season finale yeah ish or, or like the, those last like three or four episodes mm-hmm. when they're like oh we kind of need to do something with this mystery don't we <laughs> um, <laughs> but but yeah like it, it it's it's just it, it's a neat touch where it's like hey it's not just these these smaller ones there is this bigger one um and they are in school. Yeah. Uh, they, they are in high school. They're getting ready to graduate and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So they're like seniors. Yeah. J- juniors somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Um, Scooby goes to school with them. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, which is the best school for allowing dogs. So <laughs> I, I, I want to go to Crystal Cove High School. I think it's, like, on a per-teacher basis. Like, at one point, their bio teacher's like, I don't know why I let this dog into my class. So I guess, like, all the other teachers are like, sure, he can come. It's fine. But this other teacher said it was okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so, it, like, that's kind of the plot. Um, what I, I, I guess g- g- general thoughts is, yeah, I, I really liked this. Um, mm-hmm. there, there, there was one major thing that I didn't like about this, mm. and I will get in, into that in the spoiler territory. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's the same kind of styles of mystery. You don't really have to pay, pay full a- attention. It's usually the first person that they meet is, is the, yeah. is the, the bad g- 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 guy. And it's it's the same type of stuff. They're all they're all dressing up as monsters or ghosts mm-hmm. or aliens or crazy people, you know. Um, so yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. But there there is this kind of added. Hey, we're real people. We're in high school. We have relationships and friendships. And sometimes someone says something and you're mad at them and you don't like yeah. them. So there is. Uh, tension in the crew uh from time to time and uh good things happening bad things 
happening will they won't they mm-hmm. type of stuff uh so it's it's interesting it's it, it's a good update for yeah i think Day. so yeah now, and this is one of your favorite shows i'm assuming <laughs> Because uh, when I picked it, you were like, yes, thank God. I wasn't going to say that I really wanted you to pick this one, but I really wanted you to pick this one. And then we g- 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 got on Skype, and you have on your green yes. ascot, like Fred Rogers, except he has an orange <laughs> one, but he has Yeah, Daphne's got the green he one. Wears, which I, I wouldn't ca- call them ascots. I, they're like scarves to me or bandanas. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is this is I just like don't really know a neckerchief. Is. So there you go. Uh, yeah, so I've got that, and I have my giant novelty magnifying glass I bought at a Halloween store. Amazing. <laughs> That's so great. So what? Why? When did you first discover this show, and why have you fallen in love with it? I stumbled into it in college. Like I just channel surfed into it. And I'm like, oh, I really like this. Like, I liked Scooby-Doo when I was a kid. Probably no more, no less than, like, any other kid. But when I, I found this, I'm like... I was a pup named Scooby-Doo myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was a big zombie island person. <laughs> and I stumbled into this, and I'm like, oh, I really like this. Like, this... It looks cool. Like, there's a really nice art design to this show. And I liked that the characters had more emotional depth to them. Mm-hmm. Like, they they felt more realistic. Well, not realistic, but they had depth to them. Sure. They had texture. They weren't just these stock characters with just, like, two or three personality traits each and no growth. Like, they, they actually went places, I could tell. E- even in that, in the old show, yeah. it was just like, yeah. there's this guy, there's this girl, there's this girl, there's this guy, and a dog, and that's it. That's all you need to yeah. know. <laughs> and I think the first episode I saw might have been episode two, which is the one with the Gator Town Motel, which is a creepier episode. And I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. I don't, like, n- not since Zombie Island when I was a kid, which I think was the standout among, like, the Scooby-Doo movies. Have I looked at the Scooby-Doo and thought, oh, that's actually kind of chilling i want to see where this show goes and then i got wrapped up in the mythology and like the series finale was my spring break of my senior year and i'm like here i am my very last school break i will ever have like my last little chunk of childhood in some fashion and i am spending it just obsessively watching the scooby-doo cartoon <laughs> for clues amazing <laughs> yeah it was really fun and i hadn't watched it in like five years like since the show had ended but i had it all on dvd like it's about time to dust this off again Mm -hmm. and i was glad it was as i remembered it and i wasn't asking you to watch something like super corny it's it's kind of right in the camp of like avatar the last airbender uh Mm. what else ben 10 if you've seen any of ben 10 i freaking love ben 10 um, that's one of my that's one of my all time favorite cartoons. Um, nice and yeah, it, it's it it's, reminded it's kind of in that age range. Yeah, ish. It, it reminded it me a good. lot of Gravity Falls. If you've seen any of that, I have not, but I know the name. 
Mm-hmm. I think those are a pretty close match to each other of really good monster of the week and ongoing mystery mm-hmm. and character development and just really great jokes. I think those are a nice match to each other. Cool. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's let's dive into spoiler yeah. stuff here in just yeah, a second. Um, this is a show where you could get spoiled for it. Like, legitimately, it has that overarching mystery, yeah, and you find things out about the characters. And... Something you never would have thought you would say about Scooby-Doo. Uh, that being yeah. said, while you guys are pausing this and going to watch Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated Season 1, um, we are going to do a little bit of housekeeping here. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff you guys might need to know about the show and us and all of that stuff. Uh, first and foremost, go follow us on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, we we need some more followers over there, and we, we need some help with that. Uh, even if you don't normally listen to us on YouTube or catch the live streams here on Twitch, please go give us a subscribe and a follow. Uh, if you just type in the Whatnots podcast on YouTube, our channel will pop up. And uh, on Twitch, we are twitch.tv slash the Whatnots. And you can also find us on our website, which is the Whatnots.com slash live streams. Uh, so go give us a follow there. But another big help thing, um, since we just got all of our RSS feed things straightened out, we need some new iTunes reviews. Uh, we don't have any as of recording this right now. Um, and that's kind of how iTunes works and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The more reviews we get, the more visible we are, the more listeners we get, uh, and the more current the reviews are as well uh, the, the more we can stay up in those charts um, stuff like that so please go give us a kind review if you have some nice things to, to say uh, that would be wonderful and last but not least our resident movie star Eric Mannix uh, oh, yes. is in a fan film Series, I guess it's a it's a fan film that they've broken up into episodes, and it's called the Wolverine Chronicles. Uh, and as of right now, episodes one and two are available on YouTube. Uh, so please go check it out. That's from Iron Forge Films, uh, and we will post the link to their YouTube channel in the description. Uh, of the podcast and in the YouTube description below. So there you go. That was your chance to go pause this, go watch Scooby-Doo, go follow us on YouTube and Twitch and all of that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, spoilers. Spoiler. We, 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 you can actually spoil a Scooby-Doo. <laughs> That's so weird to say. That's so we- weird to think. Like, you wouldn't yeah. need to... It used to be, like, you just describe one Scooby-Doo mystery, and that was all of them. Like, that was all of the Scooby-Doo yeah. mysteries. You didn't need to explain anything else. Um, mm-hmm. But this has that neat overarching plot, uh, which I really liked. That made me much more interested in the story so let me see yeah. if i have this right uh-huh there's uh the original mystery inc uh was 20 years before scooby-doo's time 
or like the yeah. the, the the gang as mm-hmm. they like to be called. Um, so and this original Mystery Inc. team basically did the exact same thing. It's a gr- group of kids and they have a pet parrot, uh, and they go around solving mysteries. Um, and then one day they mysteriously vanish. And no mm-hmm. one knows what happens to them. And during the first episode of this, uh, Scooby-Doo and his gang uh, kind of solve one mystery and stumble upon uh, this mystery of these kids that who knows what happened to them. And there is this mysterious character named Mr. E that is yes. kind of guiding them to help them figure out the mystery to help them solve mm-hmm. it. Uh, so he's dropping clues here and there, uh, but does he does did, does he know what or did, from from season one? Because I know you've seen the entire show, so y- mm-hmm. y- you you can give me answers be- <laughs> beyond that if you wanted. Um, mm-hmm. But from season one, I I I must have missed it. Who who was Mister? Was he the shaggy he, character? Just yes, older? he was. Okay, yeah, he he's Ricky Owens, who is the kind of shaggy corollary in the previous Mystery Incorporated. That's what I was thinking, but I I I guess I must have somehow looked away from my screen when they revealed it, <laughs> and so yeah. there was just an episode where it's like, oh, I have no idea who he is yet, and he's just sitting there with his little guitar thing. <laughs> And, yes. and I'm like, who is this guy? Oh, wait, is that Mr. That's Mr. E? Like, he, mm-hmm. he's a lot fatter and unkempt than <laughs> I was expecting. Uh, yeah, and he's not some big mysterious figure like, I don't know, the claw and Inspector Gadget. You expect yeah, him to turn like, around in his chair and he's menacing. Like, no, he is just this I was expecting, like, big, Dr. No from nerdy guy. Bond, where he has this no. cat, where he, you know, he's just, like, yeah. stroking the cat the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. <laughs> 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 um, but that was not it. It was, it, 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 yeah, it was Shaggy's like analog um mm-hmm. from the old mystery ink team who had gotten older and that yeah. was it and i was like oh he kind of looks like the 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 shaggy dude from that one but i they they never said so i was like <laughs> <laughs> i'm guessing it's him but i don't know mm-hmm yeah, there is a a shot where he like he's got the picture of the old Mystery Incorporated up on one of his mini screens, mm-hmm. and he turns around and it's like his face directly next to the old photo of Ricky Owens, and he's like, "Yeah." And then my pet Professor Pericles betrayed okay. me, so yeah, Professor Pericles was his like they were bonded like Scooby and Shaggy are bonded. Gotcha. That mm-hmm. that makes sense. That makes sense. I I I must have like. I, I ch- 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 checked my phone or something when that happened, <laughs> and I just didn't didn't catch it. Um, but yeah, so he's helping them to solve this thing. But why is he helping them? It, it, it looked like there was. Um, so I, I, as as we get from the season finale, right? Mm-hmm. Fred's father isn't really his father. Yes. 
and he's just some kid that showed up to Crystal Cove at the same t- time that the original Mystery Inc. people were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he found out about some hidden treasure that they were also after. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, like the the kids didn't quite know what they had stumbled onto, but Fred Jones Sr., who was like a, a history professor at the local college, he kind of knew, oh, they've stumbled onto this ancient treasure map from like old Spanish conquistadors, you know, some, some treasure trove of booty. gold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they did, um, so then, then he starts to go after the treasure as well, but he bribes Professor Pericles, which is the parrot in the mm-hmm. original Mystery Inc., to betray all of his friends. And then I I I, I get so what what does he do exactly? How does he get the kids out of the town? What he does is he forges all of these papers, him and Professor Pericles together. And Pericles is a genius. Like, he's, he's talking not like an animal on the same level as Scooby-Doo. Yeah. yeah, he's like <clears throat> the intelligence of a Velma, maybe even two Velmas put together. Yeah. And so they have forged all <laughs> these papers and they show the kids, if you stay here in town, if you continue to pursue this mystery, if you reveal to the town that... Fred Jones Sr., you know, has been bribing people and sneaking around. We will tell everybody your parents are criminals. So to protect their family, okay, so the four kind kids of black leave. Mailing them. Yeah. But falsely, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, we, we will tarnish their name. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> so that's where all of them go. Like, that's, you know, everybody in the town thought, oh, those kids vanished. Maybe they you know, fell into a cave or something like that. Like, no, they all just secretly left town in the middle of the night. Yeah. And then Fred's parents, uh, who are Brad and Judy, and are kind of the Fred and Daphne corollaries in the old group. Yeah, so we, they went we off. mentioned that mm-hmm. who we think is Fred's yeah. dad is not his actual dad, but his actual parents no. were members of the original Mystery Inc. Yeah. Like, they went off, they had a kid, and then they're trying to go back to Crystal Cove and finish what they started. And Fred Jones Sr. is like, no, never come back to this town again. I am, like, taking your son. Like, I will raise him. I will raise him safely. I will promise your son will never be in danger as long as you get out. So Fred has grown up his entire life not knowing anything about this. Like, he thought this woman in, like, a picture on the mantelpiece was his mother, but, like, then the picture frame falls over and the glass breaks and it's just a magazine yeah yeah so he's been lied to his his entire life his world is shattered yeah (laughs) his trap is broken (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so i mean that's that's almost all of it i i I guess then as as they leave that's when Fred Jones Sr. decides to pin all of this on Professor Pericles. And he leaves an mm-hmm. anonymous tip with the c- 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 yes. c- cops, and they lock him up. 
And in an asylum for dangerous animals. Yes, in, in an asylum for dangerous <laughs> animals. And He's I, in some crazy, like, Magneto prison. <laughs> and I, I, I guess in doing so, he, uh, per, Professor Pericles, got so angry and bitter that he mm-hmm. turned evil. Mm-hmm. And so now uh, he, they event the Scooby Doo and the gang eventually, like mistakenly, let him out, um, and he c- kind of from time to time terrorizes them and does stuff to them. Mm-hmm. And that's what Mister E's goal is: is that he really just kind of wants to keep the kids safe from Pericles. And also kind of use them to help him finish, you know, this puzzle they were originally trying to solve, like, 20 years ago. Which is kind of funny, because if they're all still alive and they're all mystery solvers, why don't they just (laughs) solve the mystery? Like, why don't don't they, like, call the cops? Why don't they go to the press? Especially now that they're older, are their parents (laughs) even still alive? Can can they defame the names of their parents? Like, yeah, that doesn't come back. I don't know if all the seniors are still around in town. I don't think they pick that back up again. I don't think Fred ever goes to try and find his grandparents. But I think they there's a like a schism, uh, you know, a break in the original mystery ink. So like Brad and Judy are still together, but like they don't really talk to Ricky or Cassidy. Ricky and Cassidy like, barely hey, talk the right to thing each to other. Do, like should we go back to the town or should mm-hmm. we not kind of thing? Yeah. And okay. now like the guy who blackmailed us is the mayor. So like that's a lot harder to defeat. You know, he's always going to have some trick up his sleeve to try and turn it back around on us yeah. like oh no these people are saying that's We're all going slander. against the these government fools. now <laughs> yeah yeah okay so they kind of want the the new generation of kids to kind of take it down themselves gotcha gotcha mm-hmm. that's it for for <laughs> for this like overarching plot that really isn't mm-hmm. there at all for most of this series like it's just mm-hmm. kind of one la 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 liners or like hey there was this one time when blah 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 mm-hmm. blah blah and that was it that's actually kind of involved yeah and season two opens that up a lot and okay. the cons it's a lot more of like a conspiracy there's not anything really supernatural to the big mystery I mean, yet there never really and then was season two Scooby-Doo. really cracks that open okay okay <laughs> I see. I, I like that, though. Mm-hmm. That's, that's good. I, I, I think that makes Scooby-Doo much more interesting. Yeah. The monster of the week. Like mystery mm-hmm. of the week. Um, that being said, have you ever seen a show, it's an anime, ca- called Case Closed, or Detective <gasps> Conan? Oh! Uh, yeah. Is, I, I think, the, the name of the actual manga, or something like that. yeah i've seen an episode or two of that like i'm familiar with the basic premise i yeah. love that show that <laughs> is i think my favorite uh Ooh. like week to week like mystery cartoon where each week is mm-hmm. a new mystery to solve um it's it's a lot like scooby-doo in the sense that it's these kids mm-hmm. solving mysteries but they're a lot more mature crimes. There's like actual murder and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, 
and the the main detective is this high school kid who got aged down to a child <laughs> yes. by by inge- by ingesting this poison um and <laughs> and the his the father of the girl that he likes is a private detective but he's this like just he'll he'll never solve a mystery on his own <gasps> and so he like he shoots these like poison darts or these, these like <laughs> these 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 sleep darts into uh the the i, I forget the guy's name but into the older detective <laughs> and so he like falls and he'll be sitting in some chair and then he has this like voice changer and he acts like oh. he's speaking um from the thing and he's like well actually it was blah 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 blah, blah who did all this stuff. <laughs> it's always these like really really ridiculous you would never have guessed it how how it actually mm-hmm. <laughs> happened and mm-hmm. i yeah it's it's also a good mystery show but that's that's one of my favorite ones just because the mysteries are so ridiculous it was like there's no way we would have gotten that like are you kidding me <laughs> um, but but yeah it, it also has that overarching plot and i think they're on like episode like 900 or something yeah i know it's been one of those like super super long running running series over there that like never quite hit it big over here the way something like a a dragon ball z has i I remember it was on adult swim and that's where i found Mm. it and i was like yes this is amazing back when adult swim had anime um and it wasn't just these weird pseudo soap operas and cartoons <laughs> fake infomercials yeah, yeah. um <laughs> but yeah it's, it's it's good um but let's see yeah so this, this one the the mysteries aren't as intense but i it, it's it still just amazes me like in that season finale when they kind of reveal things i'm like this is actually a lot more involved than yeah than what I w- I was expecting. Like I I was expecting something where it it um well, I I I guess in that last episode the monster that was terrorizing them was the mayor was mm-hmm. Fred Jones Senior, but I was mm-hmm. expecting him to be Mister E and like yeah he yeah like he because it. At times, it seemed like he wanted them to solve it, but didn't at the same time. It was mm-hmm. kind of the carrot and the stick thing where, he, you know, he's holding out the carrot, but he's never going to give you the actual mm-hmm. carrot. Yeah. And, uh, like, the mayor and Freddy kind of had that relationship, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like, they're father and son, but they don't really act like it course later on we find behind out that they aren't father and son but mm-hmm. then like he's like hey don't be as obsessed with solving mysteries and traps and all that stuff but then you also got that vibe of like he's i feel like he's leading them on to something like there was just you would see him like look at them a little bit longer or you would see him in the mm-hmm. background or something so i was like huh Okay, he's he's up to something. Something's happening here. So I I was just expecting it to be another Scooby Doo mystery, but in long form. Oh, 
And little did I know. <laughs> they had something else in mind. Um, yeah. But so, I, I I mean I'm kind of amazed at that. But there's something else that I want to talk about in this show. There's uh-huh. there's actually uh-huh. there's, there's two things I want to talk about. Um, do you want to do the thing that I really liked or the thing that I didn't like? I want to know specifically what it is that you don't like. This show made me not like Velma. Oh, <laughs> I don't like Velma. I hate her in 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 this show. She's a terrible person in, in this show. <laughs> yeah, she is very kind of she's rude. forceful and abrasive and desperate. Yeah, and <laughs> like I, she's probably my favorite in the original cartoon mm-hmm. because she is the smartest but she's also the most unassuming like mm-hmm. she's the smallest she's the shyest but when she speaks up like she actually has something to say and she knows what she's talking a- 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 about and yeah she's still mm-hmm. smart in this show but yeah like this show has this weird obsession with the characters hooking up <laughs> with each other. <laughs> there, there's some weird things that happen in the, in this show too. It's not all sunshine and solved mysteries here. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, 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 there's this weird obsession of like Velma tr- tr- trying to hook up with Shaggy and Daphne mm-hmm. trying to hook up with Fred and. Mm-hmm. You can just tell that Shaggy wants nothing to do with it. He's just <laughs> like, I hate this. I don't, like, I don't. And she's just like, but you're going to be my boyfriend, aren't you? You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then she's mad when he's like, I'm going to go hang out with my best friend. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and so I was just like, she, she really rubs me the wrong way. I don't like her in this show. And I'm so mad at that. I I kind of appreciate how that's one of the more realistic, like, teen parts of this series. That Velma really isn't in- interested in much outside of mystery solving, so she only spends time with her mystery solving friends. So there's, like, when her hormones flare up, there's, like, one guy in her social circle for her to, like, go after. And they are friends, but... Like, she can't really, as smart as she is, she can't see far enough to know, this guy's not right for you. Like, this isn't, you're not compatible like that. But she just keeps trying to make it work. They could be if she, well, (laughs) I I, I would say if she actually, like, took a step back and see what they needed to do to to make it work. But she Mm -hmm. just, yeah, I mean, they, they both do. Daphne does, too, where they just have this, like, it's going to work out the way I want it to, and that's it. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was, it was just it was strange. I don't know. I did like how Velma and Daphne both approached their different romantic interests very differently. Yeah, like, like I, Velma is a lot more sort of forceful and a lot more, oh, we're making her sound like this terrible monster. She is just... I was like, she really wants this thing and she's not letting anything really stand in her way. And she's kind of trying to like whip Shaggy into shape. Yeah. And Daphne is a lot more like optimistic and a lot more patient. She's the hopeless romantic 
where yes. she's, she's just like, what? You mean it? You know? And, <laughs> yeah. and Velma is m- more like, no, you will mean it. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, which I, 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 I didn't mind Daphne kind of pawning after f- Fred. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I guess it's kind of progression for the characters instead of them just yeah. not having any personality in the older sh- shows. It, it, it is something mm-hmm. hey, we actually do spend a lot of time together when we all split split up back in the seventies and in that old show. It, it was always <laughs> us two, so of course yeah. there's gonna be something. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, I think in the case for. Daphne and Fred it made a lot of humorous situations yeah whereas Velma and Fred it was just kind of cringe worthy for me I was just like yeah like I I, I don't I don't like this yeah I think Fred and Daphne have a lot more genuine heart and sweetness to them like you're really rooting for them and like Velma and Shaggy you're just sort of watching and waiting like okay these guys are gonna figure out this is a bad idea yeah and i will say this is i I guess a spoiler for season two but i feel like if i say it like it's helpful information to have like it's okay it's not really a spoiler it will not spoil the experience for you if you continue on to season two they that velma and shaggy thing is way downplayed like she pretty much is done with him and given up in season two and her new love interest is hot dog water. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, they need extra help around the team. And so hot dog water, who is this character named Marcy, she's another nerdy girl at school. And her dad owns like a local struggling carnival. Justice and so for there's hot this joke. dog water. I'm, yeah, it's, I'm okay with that. Yeah, there's this joke that, like, they're so poor she has to bathe in, like, the reused water from boiling Which, hot dogs, so that's her nickname. Speaking of that, <laughs> another yeah. reason why I didn't like mm-hmm. Velma is because in season one she makes fun of her for smelling like hot dog water. Mm-hmm. And just, I mean, that would smell terrible, we all know that, but yeah, it's just this thing, like, she's making fun of pe- people, she's kind of this obsessive, <laughs> almost abusive girlfriend, f- like, I don't, I don't like her at all, and then, yeah, it, she, the, she makes fun of hot dog water for supposedly not bathing enough, or not being hygienic, but yet mm-hmm. she's, like madly in love with Shaggy, and at at the end of in, in like episode twenty three, twenty four, around there, they make a reference that Shaggy and Scooby don't bathe. Period. <laughs> at least she bathes. It might be hot dog smelling water, but at least she bathes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Season one, Velma is really arrogant. Like, she has some some sweet moments to her, and she does really care about her friends, but she does have this kind of arrogance to her that I, as far as I remember, I think it's softened up in season two. Okay. But yeah, they've got, um, they need extra help solving crimes, and so they bring in Marcy, who has been released from jail after her scheme, and her and Velma sort of, you know, leave the past behind them and start bonding closer together. 
And so they are like almost like the new second couple They're in this show. Cows being pals, you know. There's, there's <laughs> nothing going on there. <laughs> nothing at all. They're just gals being pals. Um, yeah, yeah, which is an inter- interesting choice. I I kind of remember seeing gifs or like Twitter th- threads or something about like. I mean, I'm sure it was people shipping stuff, but uh, mm-hmm. st- stuff of, like, why, like, Daphne and Velma were lesbians or at least, mm-hmm. like, bisexual or something. And mm-hmm. most of that stuff, I'm just like, I don't really care, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's that's an in, in, in interesting turn of events. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, I... So yeah, I mean that that was k- kind of the one thing that I was just like, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. I can do without that. I don't know. Yeah, they why they, they did give Velma a, a lot of snark, and some of it's pretty great. But yeah, I think some of it it is she is very harsh in some yeah. moments. They had the good episode with uh, Daphne and Fred when they're in the mm-hmm. when they're both trapped in the pool. Yes, that's great. That was a fantastic episode. And I was like, yes, you are mm-hmm. playing off of the character development here. I love this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's 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 one of those things where it's like, yeah, he can save himself or, like, save her. Uh, but he, like, finds a way to – or it's, it's – it's, they're both trapped, but she's chained to the bottom of the pool as it's filling up. Yeah. So she won't float. But he will, so he'll survive. But he still has to es- escape, and if he can escape, then he has to go sa- save her. So it's just like, well, how much do you love her? Like, do do you want to actually sa- save her, uh, or do you want to survive until your friends get there and save you? You know, um, and I-, I thought that that one was fant- fantastic. Um, so they they had good and bad moments in the relationship stuff there uh Mm -hmm. yeah it was one of those things like i the there was kind of a like i noticed it a lot like the weird insistence of like oh we have to hook up we have to do this (laughs) okay yeah choice it's a little bit much yeah like fred and daphne feel a lot more natural and I almost I can, wonder if it's more like. I, 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 I'm like, just gonna say, like, I, I, I feel like it would have been fine. I wouldn't have noticed it as much if it was only one couple, rather yeah. than two. It's like let's let's have the entire group split off and you know have them go do some fun elsewhere off screen. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah and. Velma and Shaggy does feel a lot more forced and you kind of want, but, but like, that's the point of it is that sh- she is forcing it and he kind of goes along with it to some degree and eventually just sort of looks at himself and he's like, this isn't right for me. And I like how they're kind of trying to pair together because they're with another couple. Yeah. It's like, and well, so I kind of, I kind of so liked that juxtaposition. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, I really love what this show does with Scooby-Doo himself. Because previously, like, what are Scooby-Doo's character traits? Hungry, scared, 
That's basically it. And I mean, here he is like a... d- describes me too, so <laughs> I'm really scared. <laughs> Aren't we all? Mm-hmm. The, this Scooby Doo has got Adulting. so Yeah, a much greater range of emotions. Like there's like the way Scooby is like jealous. Yeah about Shaggy spending all that time with Velma is so funny because he gets so bitter and so snappy, which is something you've never seen a Scooby-Doo do. And this is not, like, an edgy Scooby-Doo. He's not, like, some grim, dark version. No, he's just, like, somebody who's upset that his best friend is not spending as much time with him anymore, and now he's going to be passive aggressive well, about I mean, it like no it's, it's kind of understandable too because it's 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 yeah. thing, like I, I mean i've had this happen to me where someone i know gets a boyfriend or a g- girlfriend and they just stop hanging out with you it's like mm-hmm. well what, like come on dude what the hell you know yeah um so it, it's 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 understandable on his part <laughs> Yeah, that's something I'd never thought we would see in a Scooby-Doo, but I like where they went with that, and I like that Scooby... If we were to take Mystery Inc. and map them onto kind of a sitcom family set of characters, Scooby is almost like the mom of the group. He's very caring. There's that episode where Daphne is taken and Fred, like, breaks down and Scooby's just over there, like, rubbing Fred on the back, like, there, there, Freddy, you're a special boy. (laughs) He's very caring, you know, kind of unassuming, just kind of wants the best for everybody. There's the episode with, like, the Fright Hound, that, like, robotic dog. Yeah, and he just destroys the thing. Like, he goes full, like, Ellen Ripley, like, no, you are not going after my family. (laughs) Good dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like this Scooby specifically a lot. No other incarnation of Scooby-Doo has done as much with actual Scooby-Doo himself as I think this one has. Like, even in, like, the live-action movie, which gave a lot more depth to the human characters, Scooby-Doo is still basically the same. But in this one, he becomes a lot more active and a lot more heroic in some places. Which is cool. Yeah, it's good. It's cool. Yeah. It's good. Uh, There was another weird obsession that Mm -hmm. I just found really funny. I I didn't really have thoughts on it one way or another the use of the word trap. <laughs> Fred is obsessed with traps. <laughs> and that's just that's just a weird word to use. <laughs> I, so I mean, I'm an adult. I know most of the kids wouldn't their mind wouldn't go down that road, but there is a very derogatory term mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. same same word and mm-hmm. th- like there's so many things that can be taken out of context <laughs> using that word and he just says it plainly i mean it's again it's out of c- c- context it's not yeah. what i'm th- thinking but it's still just like uh, did he just he did okay 
moving on. That's not what he meant. But let, let's, you know, yeah. let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't feel like there was any like metaphor in it at all no. except for the fact that oh he is this oblivious teenage boy yeah, who is like still the... obsessed with like his hobbies and he's not like realizing there's a girl that loves they him he's too busy did not setting up a bear double trap meaning in yeah this yeah <laughs> but it's just like i mean maybe <laughs> it's the political c- climate we're in now <laughs> i don't know uh but yeah i was just like this like it's it, it was almost to the level of like me not liking Velma it was just like mm-hmm. he says it so much yeah. he's so obsessed with these traps like what? <laughs> like I, I understand that he's kind of the lead like figurehead mm-hmm. of the Scooby-Doo Mystery Inc thing but he is like He's like he, that that's a little too much. We need to have an intervention here. Yes, Fred, and that need. is like the joke of the whole thing. Like at one point, he says when he's kind of woken up a little bit after Daphne is kidnapped, and he's like, "Daphne's been kidnapped." Oh, what? And like he falls apart, and like he shouts out, "I love traps and Daphne!" Yeah. And at the end of the series, at the end of the season, he's like. Daphne, I love you, and traps, and mystery solving, and the gang, and my dad. It's like a five-way tie. It's like a five-way tie. My, He's just my, so simple. My favorite one is when when he finally realizes that he's in love with Daphne too, too mm-hmm. and they finally kiss, and mm-hmm. they they kind of promise that they'll get engaged down the road. Yeah. He's like, we need an engagement trap. <laughs> yes. no you idiot like that's not yes. how engagement works and i and like <laughs> you're very quickly going down a very bad path relating marriage to a trap and that is not good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's just the only way he knows how to think and i like that he's not the incredible leader you think he is but he's also not like a buffoon that just stumbles into the correct solution he's very very good at one thing and not really at anything else but that one thing is enough to make him the leader yeah. so I, I like the team dynamics in this series a lot yeah, i like that good. daphne is more active like daphne you kind of understand better what she has to offer the team besides just being another girl yeah like you kind of got that vibe from the original series like okay she actually has we'll, sisters we'll two... and they're kind of competitive yeah. and they don't necessarily yeah. like each other uh, one mm-hmm. super militaristic and <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah her sisters are like a military officer uh like a doctor an astronaut and and then she, a, like a race car driver <laughs> and then she, she wants to be the like movie star model mm-hmm. so she she is the most girly one but still she's yeah. not just like this she she, she doesn't want to be just this like cardboard cut out like mm-hmm. I'm a girl and that's it yeah and she <laughs> and she has the most emotional intelligence out of anybody on the team like she kind of understands people the best she's the least oblivious out of any of them and as like she kind of as as hopelessly in love yeah as she, is, she knows it and she's like oh, he's not he never pays attention to me you know mm-hmm. yeah uh, so who knows yeah I like the I like what they do with the characters 
in the main team. I love all the supporting characters in the show too. I love everybody's parents. The, the I I I didn't take note of the parents as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but this kind of brings me to the next thing that I loved about this show, uh-huh. which is all the like visual puns and references. Yes, which is a yes. lot of the supporting cast. Um, mm-hmm. and it's fucking great. Yeah, like we've got characters like H.P. Hatecraft yeah. is a local writer and professor who shows Harlan up in a couple episodes. Ellison, which is Harlan the Ellison rival plays himself. Author, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he's in a. He continues. He shows up again. He shows up in like the final episode. That's fantastic. Harlan Ellison is still there. That's fantastic. Which I, I did. Who who am I? Th- thinking of was it him that recently died who i don't know who am i thinking of there was some some writer some author that recently died within like the past month or two oof might have been him i don't know why but that name sounded really familiar and i don't think i've read anything from Mm -mm. harlan allison but yes um so yeah you have like the hp heat craft which is really funny um the what was the girl she showed up twice the blonde haired girl she was put in jail she was the daughter oh of, alice may yeah, she looks a lot like gwen stacy from the spider-man yeah film. she has like the same like green striped outfit with like the mm-hmm. super b- bleach b- blonde hair like exact mm-hmm. same look i was like is that is her name Gwen and then it's like no no it's 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 not but still like it's like she looks exactly like her um yeah and then Scooby and Shaggy are always watching Vincent Van Gogh movies which are Vincent Price and Price movies he's great and and yeah that that was fantastic I love the one where they're watching the one when he turns into a zombie and right when Mm -hmm. when he gets like stuck outside and he's like don't let me in like they hear this knock on the door and they open it up and it's him <laughs> and <they're> like, ah! <laughs> yeah, he's he's a real fun part of the world i think my favorite like reference slash visual gag is when they go to that like horror themed seafood restaurant called the crab net of dr calamari <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was fantastic um the the like the scrappy do <laughs> reference they're like yes. we don't talk about him yes <laughs> we don't yeah. talk about him let's just move on it's like canonically dead <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing i laughed so hard at that <laughs> mm-hmm. this show is so, so ashamed <laughs> <laughs> it's so fantastically self-aware and that's something that continues through yeah. season 2 like the the way the show is self-aware of what Scooby-Doo has been as a franchise, yes. I don't know, they use it in really interesting ways in season two. Yeah. Um, I think also, I, I liked the addition of, of a cop. Like, having yes. some kind of... Because, I mean, in the old show, you, there was never any cops. They just mm-hmm. unmasked them, and that was it. And they handed it over to whatever the local... Yeah, police department was, which was almost a non-police department, you know. But mm-hmm. you have this, the sheriff of Crystal Cove, 
who I don't remember the actor's name, but I, I oh, know Patrick him. Warburton. Yes. And he's amazing. I was like, oh, I know him. He was in Seinfeld. Like, all, all <laughs> he's amazing. Um, and his character is phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. he's, he's almost the same type, like, like almost one note character. He's there for justice. Um, and yeah. So much so that his pajamas are like sheriff stars, <laughs> and his yes. bed instead of a race car bed is a cop car bed. Yes. Which was amazing. Um, I loved that design too. Yes. I was like, I, I, I kind of want that bed. <laughs> yeah. This show did so well. To talk about the art for a minute, I think the look of this show is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so moody and atmospheric yeah. and, like, foggy. And there's this kind of effect they have on the background paintings where they've got this splotchiness to them that almost looks like water damage. Like, the set itself it, looks it's like something you would dig up in a basement. the entire time and foggy. Yeah. yeah. So it looks like things are rotten and... Yeah. And they play with down. lighting and shadow really well. And there's so much detail in every set that they are in like i love how much this town like they went with a very specific vision for the town not just narratively but in the visual style too like it is like a spanish influenced like california coastal town and all of like the city hall the hospital the high school everything Mm -hmm. looks like this old spanish architecture even have an old spanish church which was one of the like that's where it is the old spanish church Mm mm-hmm yeah, like, I don't know if I've ever seen, like, a cartoon city with such specific design like that. Hmm. Yeah. It does make sense. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I liked the whole town, too. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was a little bit strange that so much happens yep. there, and people just don't even think about it. Yeah, they've just got Sunnydale syndrome. I mean, I mean, as we mentioned at the start, yeah, like their whole thing is like horror tourism. Yeah, but at the same time, there's like crocodile people attacking, making <laughs> fake purses and stuff. Uh, there's uh, like g- 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 ghosts and god i mean they're not really all of that that stuff there mm-hmm. at least in season one but still it like all that stuff, they're actually like r- robbing places and d- doing all of this crime and the normal people don't even think about it they're just like mm-hmm. oh, that's normal yeah it's fine this <laughs> they is just fine keep living their lives it's, if you're velma's parents you like capitalize on the whole thing and you run like a spooky tour bus yeah. <laughs> that that was the the one j- j- joke in there i thought was the stupidest j- 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 joke is when they make v- 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 velma wear the shirt and they're like and if they ask <laughs> it's fifteen dollars <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, the next episode she, ha- she has on the shirt and they're like that's a neat shirt where'd you how much with fifteen dollars <laughs> I love the prom episode where Velma has this beautiful gown and then she puts her sweater on over it. Or the, when, she's in, when, when they go swimming and she has her bikini yeah. on and she has her sweater and shirt on over the bikini. <laughs> yes, and she's like, well, I'm not getting sunburned out here. It's like, how do, how do I look in my bikini? 
Katie, and then it, it, sh- it shows her, and she's still in her normal outfit. Yeah, she looks exactly the same. <laughs> Amazing. Mm-hmm. There, there is some fantastic comedy in in yeah in the in this show. Um, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's one of those things where, yeah, like, I think parents of the kids watching this will absolutely see and be like, that's funny. I get it. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's supposed to be Vincent Price. That's supposed to be mm-hmm. HP Lovecraft, you know? That's, it's like, is that Gwen Stacy? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the Mystery Solvers Club State Finals episode where they brought in all those other Hanna-Barbera characters? It's great! It's just this, it is literally a fever dream that Scooby-Doo is having. And he just imagines that it's every I... other, like, Hanna-Barbera cartoon of that era that was also a couple teenagers and some sort of mascot who solved mysteries. That was another one where I, like... I, I heard the start where it was mm-hmm. like them being like, hey, the like mystery solver championship thing is this weekend. Mm-hmm. We have to go. And I must have checked my Twitter or something and looked up and there's Hanna-Barbera characters everywhere. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? Yeah. Am I watching the right show? Where is yeah. every, every, everyone? And the, and the animation yeah. style like changes back to the classic old, old Hanna-Barbera yeah. look. And then I, That's... I, I was like, yeah, did the animation style change? Like, what is this? And then, yeah, at the end, it's like Scooby is sick and he's having this, this like, fever dream. And it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, that makes sense. He's d- d- dreaming it and he sees the toys on his, his shadow mm-hmm. star, the <laughs> Hanna-Barbera Funko yeah. Pops, you know? Yeah. Um, action figure stuff. Um, it that's just such a great concept for an episode and it has one of my favorite individual jokes which is when scooby is getting introduced to all the other mascots and he meets speed buggy and he just says very pleasantly i'm sorry are you a car (laughs) and the line read is perfect (laughs) it's like the greatest red line in the entire (laughs) entire season He's just in disbelief as a talking car when he's a talking dog. But, like, dog. politely. Like, t- still trying to be friends with this talking car. Like, it's okay if you are a talking car. I just kind of want this clarified for me. Um, yeah, that's... It's... That's... It's just, this is a wild show. Yeah. Oh, and did you catch the bit with the Johnny Quest cameo yes. that's in, like, the last episode? They're, like, in the... Um, they what was the thing that they made it was quest technologies or something like yeah, that. yeah yeah somebody has to steal some piece of equipment from quest laboratory and they're sneaking it out the back behind pans. like all the johnny quest characters yeah. well, it, it pans <laughs> a, 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 a across their like factory mm-hmm. and I, I guess yeah like in the background as they're stealing this 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 thing in the foreground is all the the, the Johnny yeah. Quest characters. I was like, "What in the world? This is ridiculous." They might come back. I feel like Race Bannon is in an episode in season two. I don't remember for sure. I know there is an episode with Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt. Oh, goodness, 
So, like, they keep playing with, okay, we have all these Hanna-Barbera characters we can use at our disposal? Okay. Why not? Yeah. (laughs) That's wild. There's also, I, this was an episode I forgot where it landed in the scope of the series, and I was real disappointed that it's not in season one for us to talk about. But season two has this incredible Shining episode. I, I, I was hoping for something like that. There was one, yes. I think it was when they're, they're trapped in, like, I think one of the, like, the underground m- mansion or mm-hmm. something, and that young kid who's now older yeah. is after them. There was one thing where he's, like, hacking through one of the doors, and I wanted him to do the thing where his head is in it, and he's like, here's Johnny, you know, or something. Mm-hmm. I was hoping for something like that, but I did not get that in season <laughs> one. So Season two has it. Yeah, I like that this was a show that really did its horror homework. Yes. And used just enough of it to be, like, really cool, but also, like, not too much for the demographic they're aiming it at. Like, it's just creepy enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and they, they, they do their reference on, like, old Scooby-Doo stuff, too, because they have the mm-hmm. museum of, like, hey, here's some, yeah. uh, like, here's all the people that we have on matter here's their mm-hmm. here's their costumes you know up in mm-hmm. these cases excuse me um mm-hmm. and yeah like i i thought that was really really neat i was just like oh like they're act like i i don't remember what happened but i remember that bad guy oh i remember yeah. the one with that what like robot dog thing, <laughs> who know? could forget the terrifying antics of space kook <laughs> <laughs> and just how dry they were with it. <laughs> you can forget the terrifying antics of space. It opens up fantastically yes. with, with, with her yeah. doing the, the, those lines. It's Velma mm-hmm. doing the me- museum t- 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 tour. Who can forget mm-hmm. the terrifying adventures of the space kook? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, Is, is there... Anything else you wanted to talk about? Because oh, I, I, I know you really love this show. I'm sure you have notes on on this. I do have so many notes, but it's like, there's so much stuff I want to talk about and I can't because it's season two stuff. Okay. Season well, two. Go ahead. No, no. Season two, like, it's everything season one is and more. Like, it really amps up. Like, the cool, weird, like, Monster of the Week episodes, and it does so much with the mythology. Like, this show has one of my favorite series finales I've ever seen. Like, the way it wraps up everything, I think, is beautiful. So, if you you ever go watch the second season, like, let me know. Oh. (laughs) Because I want to talk about it. Okay. I will. So, what, um... We mentioned the visual puns and stuff like that in this show. Can you mm-hmm. give us some hints besides the the Shining reference? Mm. What else is in season two that we have to look forward to without spoiling things? Obviously. Um, well, you know, at the end of season one, Fred kind of breaks off his engagement or pre-engagement with Daphne so that he can go find his real parents. Mm-hmm. She does kind of date a guy for a couple episodes at the beginning of season two and he just he's designed to look like Taylor Lautner and his name is Baylor Hotner. So, so, you, so you have that guy to look forward okay. to. 
I mean, I they they do make the reference to the to- the Twilight <laughs> books in season one oh. as well. Oh, another thing I wanted to mention that um, like this was a show that really did its horror homework. It also when it makes a joke about Twilight, it also gets the details of that correctly. Well, like when H.P. Hatecraft is like. Okay, teen vampire romance novels are the new hit thing. Let me try and write one. He talks about how, like, the heroine meets the hot vampire in biology class, which is true. Like, that is how Twilight starts. Edward and Bella do meet each other in biology class yeah. specifically. And I don't know if that was a lo- just a lucky guess. They just happened to pick the same class, or like, if somebody was like, I'm hey, let me go look that up. Sure let me just put the same thing in there. Someone must have, <laughs> either they read it themselves, or someone yeah. had a daughter or something that, yeah. you know. Um, like whoa that's you did not need to be that accurate but you did (laughs) exactly Mm -hmm. um what else is there is there something else in season two we can look forward to you find out why scooby-doo can talk what (laughs) and it's not there's, like, a post I saw on Tumblr ages ago that was like, okay, the original Where Are You Scooby-Doo show is like, yeah, Scooby-Doo can just talk. Like, it's not a problem. Don't worry about it. Don't ask questions. And then it's the name of every other Scooby-Doo cartoon. It just says, same, same. Puppet Scooby-Doo, same. You know, 13 Ghosts, same. Witches Ghost, same. And it's, like, Mystery Incorporated. Actually. And then it's an entire paragraph long description of why Scooby-Doo can talk. And it's, you're never going to guess why. They draw on such cool supernatural mythology in season two to like back up all of this big, you know, plot intrigue. Interesting. You know, all the stuff with the, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's so much more with that original Mystery Inc. gang and what they stumbled on and almost found. And, like, how it impacts the current Mystery Inc. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> Intriguing. <laughs> um, so let me ask you this, then. Kind, mm-hmm. kind of one of our final questions here. Uh, if people liked this, what else might you recommend or think that they might like? Uh, definitely Gravity Falls. Okay. And also, if you like the aspect of the show that's like, we're taking this familiar classic cartoon that never had any depth to it, and we're kind of adding depth to it and twisting it around a little bit, mm-hmm. The Venture Brothers is, that's an Adult Swim cartoon. Yes. That I haven't gotten into on... it. I remember when it first came out, yes. and I didn't understand it, and now that I'm <laughs> older... I, I feel like I've missed out because I know people who absolutely that they swear by that. Sh- 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 it's show. one of my and it should be favorites. like right up my alley. Yeah, um, yeah, like that does for Johnny Quest sort of not officially the way this is an official Scooby Doo reboot, but like this Venture Brothers is a big takeoff on Johnny Quest, and there is a Scooby Doo episode in there that is really entertaining. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I've also heard the Venture Brothers described as adult Kim Possible where people are dating each other. I, I've heard similar <laughs> stuff, but yeah, like yeah. they they p- pull on uh, like the yeah. old cartoons uh, as well as mm-hmm. like superhero comics and stuff like that. So um, should be 
interesting. Yeah. How about cool. you? Did this remind you of um, anything you'd like to recommend? I mentioned Case Closed earlier. Mm-hmm. If you do like the kind of mystery uh, stuff, but want much more difficult mysteries, not as... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... I would say young teen friendly rather than like child mm-hmm. friendly. Um, but yeah, Case Closed is fantastic. I love that. Um what else what else what else um i don't know i i i think like i i i just got the same like kind of age range this is less like hey if you like this you might like these but like mm-hmm. it, it fit in with the same i guess like age range uh target audience i guess is what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. of just like avatar the last airbender yeah. um maybe a little bit closer to cora but yeah i would even say somewhere in between those two yeah i think so because avatar the last airbender as freaking amazing as that show is mm-hmm. is definitely geared more towards children there's less relationshipy mm-hmm. stuff even though there is some of that stuff in in there yes. whereas legend of Korra is definitely more t- teen focused like hey our audience has grown up since then you know we're, we're gonna put much more mature stuff in, in there um and i feel like scooby-doo falls somewhere in the middle where it's still very mm-hmm. childish, but they still have some of the more relationshipy stuff, but it's not super mature, you know, you, you know it's right there mm-hmm. in the middle there. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that would be something that I uh, recommend mm-hmm. to people and have them go see. But I think that's it. Yeah. Um... So I am doing some last-minute looking up for uh, what I want to pitch uh, for this next week. Um, I I have two of them down, uh, Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I do. But I'm looking for my third, and it's a tie between two things. Manga's both by the same person, so I'm, like, trying to narrow it down. Okay. Um, But I need to look something up up see how long this is uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, see. there it is uh let me see here where is the wikipedia page on this thing i do not see it where is it why is it i'll raise you why is Gamora? <laughs> Maybe if I go to this website, will this tell me the same information? That is kind of the same information. Let me see. Um, I think that's just one volume. Which could... First full-length manga. Okay. I think that's the one I'll do then. Okay. Okie doke. This is the time... Well, first of all, thank you guys for bearing with me while I figured that stuff out. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm about to do the pitches for this next week. Um, I got three ideas. The first one is a brand new, as of like, uh, as of recording this, it's a brand new Netflix show as of like three days ago. 
Uh, it's oh. a cartoon called The Dragon Prince. Uh, Ooh. And it is 10 episodes long, if I'm not mistaken, I believe is what I heard. Um, I found out about this, oddly enough, because I watch the kind of funny morning show uh, basically mm-hmm. every weekday, uh, which is all the days it's on. Uh, but this past <laughs> Thursday... Wednesday or Thursday, they had one of the creators on the on that sh- show, and so that's how I found out about it. Little did, did, did I know there's this other person on Twitter that I follow who happened to quit her job that she was working on to then go, I think, do social media for this show. So I didn't Ooh. see the work she did, but I follow her personal account of this stuff, and so once it all like fit into place i was like oh okay i i'm i'm vaguely internet familiar with this thing um okay yes but it looks like it has the lead writer from avatar the last airbender um yeah i did just pull up my netflix and it's auto playing the trailer and i am getting like an avatar vibe from this uh so according to wikipedia the series follows the adventures of two princes uh, Catolus and, Ez- and Ezrind and his half-brother Callum. The two become embroiled in a plot by a group of moonshadow elves in the land of Zadia who seek to assassinate their father, King Haro. Uh, during the attempt, they're confronted by Rayla, a young moonshadow elf who inadvertently uh, tipping the humans off to their plot uh, is out to redeem uh, herself for her failure. I won't read any more uh, for fear of spoiling it. Um, it looks good. That's uh, like I mm-hmm. they showed the the trailer on the k- kind of funny morning show this past week, and I was like, oh okay, that that looks that looks good. I like it. I'm interested. Um, yeah. So that is pitched number one. Uh huh. Fantasy Netflix original cartoon. Uh, it says there's nine episodes so far um yeah so that's that pitch number two uh is durura have you ever heard of or seen this this show i have heard that name it's a hard name to forget i don't know what it's about i might be thinking of bo 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 Yes. <laughs> I What is I, I know that name as well. What the heck is a Durarara? Is how it's pronounced if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um this is actually one of my all-time favorite animes. Um and what's really cool about this um is that uh by the way, we do have a a p- person in the ch- 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 chat uh, wanting to ask some questions. So go right ahead. Uh, you can ask them, and I will answer 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 them uh, after I finish with these p- mm-hmm. pitches here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Dururura is one of my all time favorite <laughs> anime, um, and it's. It's really cool because the storytelling kind of takes place uh, within this entire city. And you get to see all these Ooh. different... It's, it's, it's not vignettes, but it's all these like different people in different places. Um, 
and it all ends up kind of spiraling together and you see like mm-hmm. how it all fits in and it's 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 crazy how 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 you can just see like all of these like separate storylines of different people all kind of crossing paths and stuff like that it's fantastic um but there is uh there there's kind of magical realism there's demons there's all all sorts of stuff uh it's fantastic there's yakuza and stuff like that as well um so that i think is worth watching as well i'm i i I say we just do season one of that okay uh, which actually i don't know let's see Mm. how many episodes are there in that i believe it's uh wikipedia here we go um 13 episodes wait no that's the 26 episodes there we go. Okay. Uh, so it's what we just did this past week for the Scooby Doo stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And pitch number three uh, mm-hmm. is a manga. Uh, I've never read this one, but it's by Satoshi Khan, who's one of my favorite oh, creators. Yes. Uh, if you've seen Perfect Blue or Tokyo Godfathers, uh, Millennium Actress, uh, he created all of the, the, those um but he's i he's one of my favorite creators because he oh and uh paprika too if you've seen mm-hmm. that he 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 did that that film he just he knows how to he knows how to fuck with people's minds <laughs> like, I, I i saw paprika i want to say like two or three months before inception came out mm-hmm. and paprika makes inception look like child's p- p- play yeah and it is ridiculous um so this manga is called tropic of the sea and this is satoshi mm. khan's first feature length manga um feature length manga yes so i don't know exactly what that <laughs> so means how but long is that it, uh i think amazon has it as like 300 something pages what does it say? 236 pages. It's it's, it's one g- graphic no, 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 novel. So it's not it's not like a short story or something there. Um mm-hmm. but it says Yusuke's family and Yusuke's family has a strange tradition. Once every 6 years they receive an egg from a mermaid. When the mermaid <laughs> matures, his family dutifully returns it to the sea where the whole process is then repeated um and i i won't read any more of that so strange i i i don't know what to make of this one i don't know if it's gonna be a mind fuck like all the movies Mm. that i've seen of his i don't know what to expect but he's one of my favorite creators um and Mm -hmm. I, i know he did some manga as well so i wanted to dive into that um but yeah so let me know which one you want to pick, and then we have a question from the yeah. chat here that I, I will answer. I have been familiar with Satoshi Khan by reputation, but I've never watched anything by him, so Tropic of the Sea is tempting. I am interested to find out why you like all of them. But because I missed out on recording with you about Disenchanted, I want to talk okay. fantasy with you, Kyle. So I'm going to pick the Dragon Prince. Sounds good. We will do <laughs> the Dragon Prince 
Netflix original cartoon, nine episodes long, for this next week. Um, I'm so happy that I missed out on one Netflix original animated fantasy program, and surprise, there's another one for me to do. <laughs> uh, well, spoiler alert, we weren't too happy <laughs> with Disenchanted, so. Oh. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, that's what we will do for this next week. But we got a quick question here from the chat. Uh, Oddcast uh, wants to know, why is the stream c- c- called The Whatnots? Um and we got that name a while ago. A friend and I started the Whatnots almost three years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the name of our podcast. When coming up with the name, it was kind of this idea of we could talk about anything we wanted to. And so I, I, I started a list of, 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 of things of like, oh, we could talk about movies, we could talk about comics, we could talk about audio drama podcasts, we could talk about all sorts of stuff. And as I was listing these things out, I used the word whatnot, which is, you know, just like mm-hmm. an ex, ex, etc. Um, we could talk about comics, we could talk about movies and whatnot. Um, and that idea kind of stuck with me. It's spelled differently. Uh, but that idea mm-hmm. of like, hey, we can, there's there's more out there that we can explore and talk about um, stuck w- with us. And my friend Paul, who is now, uh, has, has stepped down from the whatnots, um, came up with the idea of like, it's like exploring space or the cosmos instead. There's so much out there that we don't know. Each week on this podcast, we have a, a new comic book or a new m- movie that we talk about. So uh, we got the name The Whatnots, spelt uh, with N-A-U-T-T-T-T-T-S, uh, by com- combining those two ideas. Um, so the, this podcast, uh, in one form or another, has been active for almost three years now. Uh, it was mm-hmm. originally j- 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 just known as the Whatnots, um, but we've kind of grown and expanded, and now the Whatnots is the brand, uh, and this podcast in particular, which is kind of a continuation of that original podcast, is uh, called The Review Show. It's the Whatnots Review Show, uh, but we also have uh, The Captain's Log, uh, which is kind of our weekly off-topic show where we, we just get together and hang out and i do that podcast with uh my friend eric mannix um and we have another show uh c- c- called uh the reactor core which is mm-hmm. a chance for for us to c- kind of react slash review almost do what we do here on the review show but for like uh like current m- movies out in theaters or technically netflix shows and stuff like that so we technically could do an episode of the reactor core on uh on this new uh the dragon Mm -hmm. prince show um and stuff like that but that's more for new current stuff whereas this it's like we might watch a cartoon from the 1970s or a (laughs) comic book from the 1990s. Um, Mm -hmm. And last question from the Oddcast uh, 
is do you have any advice for small streamers trying to grow? Oh. Uh, Melissa, I might actually toss this to you because I don't know what you're going to say. Th this is new for you as well. Huh. Um, well, I... <laughs> it's, it's more like you're the streamer and I am your guest because you do every technical thing kyle i you're like the fred and the velma of the entire thing and i'm the daphne and i just show up and i look pretty and I... but you, you you're on a couple different <laughs> podcasts um i am not just with ones here at the whatnots um but what what did uh, uh, whether it's podcasting or streaming or stuff like that i i feel like the same advice kind of goes for like both um oh boy so if you had to give advice to someone starting out <gasps> oh i don't know I'm, i've never like actually been the person to create the thing and promote it i'm just sort of dragged along in the big net but i guess i would say i would just be positive and friendly and welcoming to people and be active but not hyperactive like you don't have to tweet 10 times a day but like once a day maybe sounds good i, mean, I, I, I would and... go for more 10 times a day that's not hyperactive. <laughs> that's like normal people status <laughs> no um yeah no i mean but yeah that, just... that's good advice be i mean what you're doing now and asking for advice that's always super helpful yeah um just reach out every... and make friends yeah not not every one person has it all. I would say first and foremost, if you're not having fun making what you do, yeah, why are you making it? You know, like I, I yeah. there's, uh, yeah, I mean, just like have have fun, enjoy, enjoy what you make, uh, and then I think if you enjoy it, other people will start to see that and be like, man, he's having a lot of fun making this. You know, um. I think consistency is another mm -hmm. thing. Give yourself yes. deadlines. Um, we actually just missed a deadline this pa 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 past week. Um, but <laughs> the, the idea is like, hey, if you say your show is g going to be out every Saturday, have it out every Saturday. Um, mm -hmm. e even if you think no one is listening, have it out that week. Because by the time you get to episode two hundred and people start showing up and be like hey this is actually fantastic you know um <laughs> they'll 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 see how consistent you you, you are um, which is always good good fun to uh to finally get people and have them re re realize like hey you've been you've been like consistently hitting your deadlines you might not know what you're talking about, but hey, you know, mm -hmm. like you, you at least have the work ethic behind it. Um, and then I think my last word of advice is be, be, be you, you know, not everyone is going to like the stuff that you make. Uh, you know, you might offend some people, you might not, you know, uh, you don't want to purposely offend them but you know <laughs> things will happen down the road and i think you just need to work with your mistakes and be who you are and don't you know don't try and be something that you're not um uh do we have any plans to progress the stream further down the road uh well we're 
yeah um we're we're not super big streamers uh we, i think we only mm-hmm. have like 20 followers on twitch uh <laughs> and we have like 20 followers on youtube uh we have a bunch on twitter but they're not very active uh, but the ideas yeah once once we get more support on patreon on patreon and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh we can have the money to uh like get better cameras better mics get better equipment uh maybe travel to different conventions and stuff like that and cover those um and yeah i mean just like i i need to redesign what our stream looks like right now because i'm not super happy with that um because, I mean, yeah, like, I have a green screen behind me, and it looks kind of neat, uh, but it's kind of unnecessary for what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you don't have one, and, that you, you know, that's no p- p- points against you, m- 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 Melissa. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I, I kind of want to redesign the way it looks so it's a little more cohesive, and things don't look like they're kind of just garbage on the stream. Um uh yeah uh last one from the oddcast they're asking where we would rate ourselves on our stream um from one to five i i i don't i mean i i feel like we're still working out the kinks Mm -hmm. part of streaming is technical difficulties all the time yeah we are playing (laughs) with them all the time um and part of that is just the limitation of our computers, our I- internet, and stuff like that. Um, so I, I, you know, I would kind of rate us middling if I had to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I know we drop frames from time to time and stuff like that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. you know we're we're, we're starting fun. out yeah we have fun doing I, it i think first and foremost we're a podcast so i'm trying to explore ways to get us out on new platforms and uh have those be somewhat effective um but yeah i think that is it though uh we will wrap things up there next week we are covering the dragon prince uh, a Netflix mm-hmm. original series. It's, it's a cartoon, uh, nine episodes long. Uh, and we hope you guys watch it and join along with us. Uh, so yeah. with that, Melissa, where where can they find you on the interwebs? They can find me on Twitter at WilkyWit, W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And I will say uh, I am a cast member on a live play RPG podcast called The Lost Library. I have been in a uh, Monster of the Week is the game, and that campaign is named Grayscale. We were adding a second campaign onto that feed. It's more of like an RPG hub for a couple different stories. And uh, that new game I am also in. We are playing the RPG system Masks. It is a team superhero game called, uh, and our campaign is called The Fifth Watch. So if you like... If you listen to this and you liked Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated and you're like, I want more lovesick teens trying to solve problems, <laughs> like you can come listen to me actually do it, or at least try to, me and my buddies. Yeah, cool. Um, 
And you guys can find me on the internet at Hush315 on Twitter uh, and updates for all of our shows at The Whatnots on Twitter. Uh, if you like this show or any of the other podcasts that we do, we are on Patreon at patreon.com slash The Whatnots. Uh, and you guys can uh, support us there for as little as a dollar a month, uh, get episodes mm-hmm. early and some stuff like that. Uh, so if you, if you guys... Uh, want to help us out in that way and see us grow that would be fantastic uh, but if not that is a-okay we just want you guys to enjoy the shows so go like share subscribe sell your soul tell a, f- a, f- a friend uh, do whatever you gotta do uh, reviews on iTunes help all of that stuff uh, but with that this has been the Whatnots review show uh, and we will see mm-hmm. you guys next week. Thank you to the odd ca- odd cast for chiming in. Uh, hope hopefully uh-huh. more of you guys will join the live stream uh, and l- let us know what you guys thought about what we read and watched each week. Uh, that would be much appreciated. Uh, but with that, this has been episode twenty-five of the Whatnots Review Show. We will see you guys next week. Adios, guys. Bye.